Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front, a podcast from Patrick. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, I am. Uh, so basically you guys got it from the first top of the show. What a weird show, huh? Basically what happened was, uh, I ended up having to work late. Reem works early, so we didn't get a chance to record on, uh, this Wednesday night like we have been doing, uh, throughout this process. So we thought we'd do something different and he's been wanting to do something like this for a while and God, he was so fucking funny. I was originally just going to interrupt his shit and then I was like, well, he's doing fine on his own. He doesn't need that. Uh, so what I'm going to do is this thing. I, I don't know if this is going to work. But basically, I took uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 songs I love, so 11 of my favorite songs, and I, I, I pulled clips from each song, uh, no rhyme or reason or order, and then I have them hidden in this audio track. So what's going to happen is I'm talking to you, the NFers, right now, and just all of a sudden a song's going to start. And uh, you're going to hear a clip of it, 40 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever, and I'll talk about it. I'll, I'll explain why I love that song, why it's there, and then it'll stop. And then after a little while, another one will start. Uh, I don't even know if this is fun, but wouldn't this, maybe this will be like a cool pilot for a show, you know, until it like, you know, gets steal, stolen, uh, you know, or I get sued by fucking uh, ass gap or whatever the fuck those people are. Uh, but basically, God, Reem was so funny at that thing. I was, because he sent me the audio file and I listened to it and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I literally almost went through my DVDs. <laughs> I thought, you know, it'll be fun. Me being like, it looks like I got two copies of Billy Madison. Uh, but I think this will be fun. Uh, and I also hid the screen. So I don't, the recording's going, but I don't know when uh, these are going to pop up. So it could be at any time. It might be fucking four minutes from now. I don't know. Um, I'm Hopefully it'll only be around 20 minutes. I'm trying to keep it the same length that he did. Uh, but I think it's cool. I picked songs that I love. I don't know the order they're going to pop up in. I randomized that. Uh, and it's just, oh, here we go. First song. What? It, oh, this is Sean Mullins. Uh, Twin Rocks. So, oh, listen to this guy. Living out of my van from town to town. This is the lullaby guy. Rockabye. This album, Soul's Core, from 1998. So, one of my all-time favorites. That... That fucking line set up ruined my whole life. I don't reckon I'll be making it big, but it's hard to get rich uh, rich off a tour of coffee house gigs. And this guy goes, yeah, but ain't it a blessing to do what you want to do? That's why I'm where I am. I mean, you know, exactly. That's why I am. I have nothing in the middle of a fucking uh, pandemic because all I want to do is go out and tell jokes and uh, make a living doing what I want to do. Uh, and I had a good run, you know, seven years. I got booked today to do a show in a park near my house. So that's exciting. I'm going to do that in three weeks. Uh, I feel like it's 2011 again. I feel like I'm getting booked to do one show a month. Uh, and I'm like ecstatic, you know, I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just so weird. Um, uh, today I, I had to go back to work. I had five days off, uh, not counting the weekend. So seven counting the weekend. And, uh, Stacy and I, my wife, we drove to Montauk, which was beautiful. And I loved it out there. Um, and then we just kind of sat around and I played a lot of Tony Hawk and hung out with the cat and the dog. And it was really nice. But going back to my, my day job, uh, it's just five, you know, you miss work and it's just everything's caught up. I, I had to actually go into the office. It was very, very stressful uh, doing a lot. Uh-oh. What do we got? Oh, yeah, baby. Thursday. 
gets cold. Broken. Oh, I don't know where it's at. I don't know the lyrics anyway. That's my whole fucking life, you know, thinking I know the lyrics. God, understanding in a car crash. This is such a good song. When I was in band, my band, first band, Summer Too Late, or my second, whatever you want to call it, my my first band that did anything, did a lot of shows. We played this club in Council Bluffs, Iowa, called Rebels, and it was like a Christian juice bar. And this was like the house music that would pump everybody up. And so you'd hear this and Johnson stops and Johnson stops again, and it's so fucking good and so punk. And then fucking we'd go up and try to like we'd just bomb as musicians, you know. 16-year-old kids don't know barely how to play our instruments. Uh, but that is the band that when I when our band was at the Warp Tour, we uh, I saw them, and I, I swear, and this is one of those things that I'm sure my brain is made up as time's gone on, but at the time, I swear, I saw the lead singer of that band, Jeff whatever, uh, wearing a pita shirt, eating a cheeseburger. And I don't know if that's true after, you know, 20 years of misremembering. This was in 04. Uh, but I swear to, I mean, it was so, they're, they're fucking such a good band and literally, and also I only like that album. I only really listened to that album, which is super weird. Uh, I was just talking to some friends who loved the, their, their second album. I think it's called war all the time. Um, and they have an album where they, they have a song with, uh, Tim Casher from cursive. And I think that's fucking cool, but I never dug too deep. And then Martin Shrek Kelly had something to do with them. That fucking guy. Uh, I don't know. That it, it was Victory Records, which I loved a lot of that Victory Records stuff back then. They got album came out in '01, uh, right around the tower time the towers, you know, uh, came down. And uh, but God, I fucking Thursday really opened up a whole new world for me. I got it like I got a baseball tee that I still wear from time to time. That's Thursday, uh, and it was that's what I wanted my band to be. That's what I wanted Summer Too Late to be. We tried to scream. We tried to really play music like that, and it fucking it just fucking wrote. Oh, oh hell yeah. Greater Omaha, speaking of. Restaurants per capita! This is Greater Omaha by Despercitos. Uh, when I was at that warp tour, I asked, like, there was a guy handing out sampler CDs, and I said, Do you have any Omaha bands on there? And he's like, Yeah, Despercito. I'd never even heard of them yet. This is uh, Connor Obers from Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes had had like two albums out at this point. This came out in 02, and this was like his punk band. Listen to that. It will never get enough. They'll be feeding us. They'll be feeding on us. It's just, it fucking rules. Uh, Desperate, this album, Read English, Speak Spanish, they've only got two albums out. They put one out in 02 and they put one out like three years ago. They both kick ass. Uh, go listen to that one. That song, Greater Omaha, is literally all about like Omaha just expanding, you know? Like my grandma, uh, so if you don't know, I grew up in Iowa in a small town in southwest Iowa. We're right over the river from Omaha. My parents worked in Omaha when I was a kid. We, we You go to the Omaha every weekend. All your news is from Omaha. And my grandma used to tell stories about when she was a kid, like Omaha ended at like 30th Street. And like, on, and I remember she was saying like on a clear day, you could see Boys Town, you know? And now like Omaha goes to like 280, maybe even more than that, you know? And it just, it's sprawl. And it's like every other fucking town. It's like Dallas, you know? It's like all these towns, it's, everything's strip malls and cookie cutters. And that song has a line later on that's, uh, I've been driving now for a hundred blocks, uh, 50 come and goes, 50 parking lots. And it's like, that's what it was. I lived in Omaha in 07. And I, it was one of those things as a little kid, all I ever wanted to do was live in Omaha. And then I fucking did it. And buddy, I did not like it at all, you know? Uh, I got out. I went back to, uh, you know, back over that goddamn bridge. I came back to, uh, 
uh, Iowa and went back to college at Iowa State. And of course, you know, that was we got Murphy at that time. Uh, Stacy and I were dating, you know, that was 07, 08. And uh, it was crazy. Oh, here we go. More Omaha, baby. Rusted. This is the good life. Oh, this line right here. Listen to this. We moved into a studio in Council Bluffs to save a couple of bucks. Council Bluffs, Iowa, is the town right over the border from uh, Omaha. And it's the, the next big town over from my town. It's like 15 minutes from my hometown, Glenwood. And we lived there, me and uh, my buddy Nick, who's a real NFer. Uh, we, Joey, Bag of Donuts, we all lived in, a, in an apartment in Council Bluffs. And this album was what I was listening to constantly at that time, 2004. 2003, 2004, 2005. This album came out in 04. It's uh, called Album of the Year. This song is called Album of the Year because uh, of this line right here. And that's Tim Cashier from Cursive, uh, who I mentioned earlier is on that Thursday album. Uh, and if you don't know, like Saddle Creek Records uh, put out uh, all the Bright Eye stuff at the beginning of the day, Spiracitos, uh, Cursive, uh, Commander Venus, all that stuff. I think I've talked about them on the show before. I feel like I've had to. This is the kind of shit Reem hates because Reem doesn't know any of this music. But then also, I fucking Reem, nobody knows about Sean Mullins except for me. And Shalay was sharp weirdly knows about Sean Mullins, friend of the show, great comedian, wonder, oh, one of the best. She's got three albums out. Go get them. Uh, she like went to the same high school he did or something like that. Obviously, he's he. I think he graduated way ahead of her, but so fucking cool, you know. Uh, and that's like Omaha. Like I met Tim Casher in line at a, a Bright Eyes concert, and I said something to him, and I was just like, "Hey, man, aren't you Tim Casher?" And he's like, "Yeah." And we were talking, and I and I, one time my buddy Christian at a at a Good Life concert yelled out, "If you play a cursive song, is that a cover?" And he said, "Who the fuck said that? Who the fuck said whoever said that? Kick him out." And my buddy Christian was like, "Ew." Uh, and so at this con- Bright Eyes concert years later, I asked him about it. Hold on, I'll finish that in a minute. This is Bell and Sebastian, baby. Ooh! Ooh! One of my top top three favorite songs of all time. It's called The Boy with the Arab Strap. It's by the Bell and Sebastian band from Scotland. On the album The Boy with the Arab Strap. Deepster uh, Records. 1998. I didn't hear about this song until fucking... I mean, when did High Fidelity come out? Uh, because there's a line in that where they're playing a song and they're like, is this the new Bell and Sebastian? And they're like, yep. And I like... That's how I heard of them. And I, not this song, but that's how I found out about them. And then when I went to Scotland with all my friends, uh, my freshman year of college, we all went to Glasgow, and I traded burned CDs. I had all the Saddle Creek shit, and I traded them with this Scottish dude named Ben, and then I got all of the fucking uh, Air, uh, Bill and Sebastian, a Katie Tunstall album, uh, fucking, uh, Ma- not Mogwai, but some band that sounds like that. I don't remember, but God, that's a good song fucking good song uh we all know you're tough because we've all seen you dance and we all know you're soft because we've all seen you drinking from noon until noon again actually i think flip that but that's the line um but anyway so at this i see tim casher years after my buddy christian yelled that at him and i go i i was like hey man one time you were at a at a good life show my buddy said uh play cursive cover and you got pissed on stage to to get him out i was like well did that really piss you off and he's like no but if you tell your see your friend tell him tell him it did (laughs) And so I told Christian that, and I have no idea where that goes in time. I don't know if I ever relayed that to him. If not, maybe he heard it right now. He's got a great podcast called The Boomstick. Uh, we push out on the show. He's one of my best friends. One of the, my just the funniest people on earth. Shreds on guitar, by the way. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, but yeah, Christian, uh, great dude, and that was really funny. And then later that night, at a there's a band from Omaha called Ladyfinger N.E., because there was another band called Ladyfinger somewhere else. 
And later that night, I was in line to go see them have an album release. And Tim Kasher recognized me from the other show and just walked up and was like, hey. And then him and his girlfriend got in line by me. And I have never spoke to him since. And he would have no idea that any of that happened, I can imagine. Uh-oh. Yeah, baby. Craig Finn. Top, top two favorite songs. Stevie Nicks by The Hold Steady from Separation Sunday, 2005. First song I ever actually heard by them. Are you all passionate and you think that you're sexy? All the punks think that you're dumb? What a... Just what a great song. They found no body in a garbage dump. That song has got... It's like six minutes... I mean, that's a clip. That's a fucking 40-second clip. There's so much in that song. So many great lines. Um, and that's, of course, the song I know I've told it on the podcast, but I fucking see Dashboard Confessional, <laughs> Halloween 06, and in the middle of some fucking song I've never heard, Chris Crubba from Dashboard Confessional starts saying those lyrics. He says, you remind me of Rod Stewart when I was young with your passion and you think that you're sexy and all the punk singer you're doing. And I'm in the audience, and I'm like, this song kicks ass. And this was 06, so I didn't have a good phone yet. I literally wrote down the lines, you remind me of Rod Stewart when I was young with your passion and you think that you're sexy, so that I could go back and Google it and figure out what song, what Dashboard Conventional song is. I get I get back, uh, I have to work an overnight that night, so I go to the concert in Des Moines at the Villar Ballroom, and then I go back to Ames to work overnights at the gas station, and uh, I get there and I log in the computer, I Google it, and they say, this is not the Dashboard Conventional, this is a band called The Hold Steady, and I'm like, that's crazy. And then I'm not even kidding. This is just how the universe works sometimes. That night, six, or morning, 6 a.m., I'm driving home from work. It's a five-minute drive from the gas station to my apartment. I turn on the radio, campus radio, fucking that song comes on, Stevie Nicks, The Hold Steady. I hear that line, and I've been obsessed ever since. Uh, their biggest album came out like a couple weeks later. What do we got? Ooh. Rilo Kylie, Ginny Lewis, been in love with her since uh, fucking The Wizard. This is my favorite song by theirs. It's so hard to explain it, why I love it. I don't even, I mean, for a podcast, I guess I got it, but this lines. Listen to this. A woman calls my house once a week. She's always selling things. Some charity, a phone plan, a subscription to a magazine. She turns her down. She always hears a trembling in her voice. Oh, I get goosebumps. I'm drinking a little girl. I got goosebumps. When she says, what's troubling you? The voice, she goes, I'm surprised you noticed. And when she says that, when Jenny Lewis sings that line, in the background, if you back it up, you'll hear it. In the background, you hear the, on the, you hear like a receiver. Some, they've done a recording in the studio of somebody on a phone saying, I'm surprised you noticed. And it's just such a good song. It's called, if you didn't catch it, A Man, Me, Then Jim. It's on More Adventurous, which is one of my favorite uh, Rilo Kylie. I love every song Rilo Kylie's ever put out. Um, but that's More Adventurous. It's on Brute Butte Records, which was a great little label. They did worked with all the Saddle Creek guys. I think that was actually recorded by Mike Mogus from uh, Bright Eyes. Don't quote me on that. But I think, if not, the next or the previous Rilo Kylie one was. Um, but it was just, I mean, just such a good. And that, like, these albums. Uh, <laughs> Rilo Kylie, Good Life, Desperados. That's my 04 to 07. And then The Hold Steady is like uh, 2007, 2008, 2009. That's when I started getting into all that shit. Um, 
And it was, you know, because I've always had such a connection with music, and I think we all do. I'm not trying to fucking sound like I'm something because I listen to music because I listen to bad music, you know? Oh, but this isn't bad music. Uh, the Weaker Thins, baby. One of my top five favorite songs. Right here. Love with love and lousy poetry. Love it. It's called A Side. Such a good song. The Weaker Than... If you don't listen to them, you have to. They're so fucking good. Every... They got five albums that are out. Maybe they got four. So brilliant. Just a brilliant band. Ugh. God, there. It's just that. Like, the, if you're noticing from this stuff, I'm lyrics. I'm all about lyrics. When I was in bands, all my songs were G C D G C A minor because all I care about is the lyrics. And so, all of these bands, it's one thing you can represent from them all is how fucking much it, it is a poetry of sorts. It's all like that. It's all poetry and the writing there. Um, and weirdly, I found the weaker than's because of the fucking wedding crasher soundtrack. The the weird Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie just had an awesome soundtrack. Block parties on there, uh, and and I just got in. And now John K. Sampson, man, he's he puts out solo albums. He's he's the guy from the Weaker Thins. He used to be in Propagandi, which is super funny. Remember when Propagandi was like had that like singer that was John K. Sampson. He did the Weaker Thins from like ninety eight until like two thousand six or something, and now he does solo albums. Uh, and he's got a song out right now. That is called Fantasy Baseball at the End of the World, I think. Look it up. Look up John K. Sampson, Fantasy Baseball. It's a brilliant song. And if you hate Trump, you'll love it. Oh, speaking of poetry, dude. This is Frontier Ruckus. Such a good song. Great music video, too. Uh, this is Frontier Ruckus. Upper Room is the name of the song. It's on Dead Malls and Nightfalls, their album that came out in 2010. Ramsier Records, Rasmir. I don't know how to say it. He, Matthew Miller, the lead singer, is just... I mean, I have such a relationship with it where it's weird because... So, I love this band. Uh, my wife loves this band. My best friend Nick loves this band. His girlfriend, our wife now. That's how crazy the world is. Loves this band. We used to go see him all the time. Gideon went and saw him with me once or twice. And then one time I had him on my first podcast when I first started doing comedy. And I hung out with them and I just... I feel like I was so awkward. I, I just feel so corny. And and even if I wasn't, I think back on that so corny. Like I was like, oh, why, how do you write your songs? You know? And and now doing some sort of performance for a decade later, I think back on the worst and I know it's not as bad and when I do see them now they're like they're great and we still interact on the internet and stuff like that but it's just I wouldn't do st- I've told that story in the show before I wouldn't be doing stand-up if it wasn't for that band specifically Frontier Ruckus so um definitely check them out if you haven't um I love them uh and Matthew Miller the lead singer has a great album that came out last year I, I did it on my 2019 list or my 2018 list I don't remember by the way we have to do one of those fucking 2020 lists for this year can you imagine that fun size about the year 2020, it's going to be a nightmare. Luckily, a lot of music came out, and we fucking listened to it all, you know? 
because uh, there was time. That was also something. I didn't want to put any 2020 albums on here because I didn't want to burn anything for that. Um, listen to how my voice is getting. God, this is like when I do an hour on stage. It's like, okay, okay. I have no sense of uh, pacing right now. I don't know how... What's this? Ooh, the Menzingers, baby. Sound when we wake up. This line right here gets me so much. This. Just that line about hardcore from laptop speakers, the classics to the more obscure, from minor threat to your old roommate's band, that just feels so much like college to me. When you're hanging out with your friends and a song plays, it's like fucking Led Zeppelin plays, and then that band you saw three times in Omaha plays. And I just, this song, After the Party, off the album After the Party, listen to this shit. Everybody wants to be famous. But you just want to dance in the basement. God damn. God damn. What Menzingers? Every song they put out is great. That I don't know why I connect to that one so much. I just think it's a brilliant, wonderful song that I don't think I've played on the show before. Maybe I have, but god damn. And I think that's it, guys. I think we did it. I think I got... I'm around the 20-minute mark because that's all the songs I put out there. Um, this was kind of fun. I don't know. I don't know if it's listenable. Who would know that? You guys will write in. By the way, oh, you guys... Do such a good do- you guys do such a good job of sharing the podcast. We need to keep that going. Uh, you know, it, it's been it's been such a fun ride, and we've been going through all this stuff. Uh, but it's getting to the point where doing this podcast is saving Rima in my life. I was so sad that I wasn't going to be able to talk to him today and hang out and do this show because you know that that's my that's my catch up. That's my week. That's what I got. You do stand up once a month at that. Rima hasn't done stand up a lot. I've done stand up twice in seven months. That's not good. Um, so this connection with you guys is so important and so great. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it was very fun. Um, uh, I think Reem plugged it uh, at the end of his little segment. Uh, but uh, tell your friends. Uh, uh, if you if you are in this position, if you like the show, I know we've got these endeavors that hide out there. And we're fine with that. But if you can get on that Patreon, it really means a lot. Because we, we do have to pay for stuff to make this thing happen. And uh, I know that we're not as good at getting the patreon content out but we're we do two a week and we're trying and we love you and so um if you can just throw us two bucks a month that would be amazing uh also if you want to send us stuff uh we just got some great toys from mark that was really cool mark monday's guest uh so that's awesome i just today oh i don't want to burn it i'll talk about it on uh uh monday's episode uh, but I got a cool thing today. Uh, but anyways, that's it. That's the show. I hope this, this is probably coming around 45, so that's not bad. Um, uh, get on the Patreon. Uh, if you want, I got those coffee mugs. They're 10 bucks off of the, the link in the thing. The cool shirt's okay, whatever, whatever the fuck's called. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an you're NFR. You're here. You're an NFR. That's, fuck it. You are one. And we love you for it. All of you. Uh, the ones we know, the ones we don't know. Uh, from a, from Kazi to Incognito. Ooh, I'm going to write that down. From Kazi's to Incognito. We love you. Uh, so yeah, be cool. Never die. Live forever. Uh, please be safe. Wash your hands. Wear your masks. Uh, and uh, fuck the goddamn President uh, Trump. He sucks shit. Uh, I love you. Bye. It's great.
great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.